LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Austin and Monica Mingelson about practical tips and tricks for growing and scaling an online business. Austin and Monica Mangelson, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you so much for having us. We are super excited to be here. It is a pleasure to be with you both today. You're joining me from Idaho. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. And today we're going to be talking about practical tips and tricks for growing and scaling an online business. Uh, you're in a beautiful part of the state of Idaho on vacation at the at the moment, and you're taking time out of your restful schedule to meet with me, and I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we're going to have a fun conversation. As we get started, I wanted to share Monica and Austin's bio with everybody. Traveling the world freely with your loved one by your side, making memories, that's the dream life, right? Today, Austin and Monica are experiencing just that. They're a digital nomad couple with a thriving online business. Along the way, they've learned a lot laughed a lot, and made a lot of mistakes, but their unconventional life path has taught them to appreciate the beauty in everyday moments. They love being location independent and believe that you too can live full of adventure. I love everything about that. I love the nomad mm -hmm. approach. Um, I'm, I'm not in a position to be able to do that, though I often dream of the day when perhaps I could. I'm married. I have six children and my wife jokes that there's no way we're going to like live in a sprinter van and drive around the country. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's fantastic. And there's so much about that lifestyle that just is so, resonates with me and is so fascinating to me. So I'm, I'm excited to talk to you on that front. Uh, but also generally speaking, regardless of whether you're a nomad uh, or uh, you're, you're just doing side hustles, side gigs, or starting your own business, being an entrepreneur or solopreneur, you know, there's lots of things that we can consider uh, in how to create a successful business in a online environment and a virtual distributed environment. You know, it, it sounds like both of you work together as the team to do this business, but you could just as easily have a team of people scattered, you know, around the country or throughout the world, helping you with your business as you're uh, traveling around making memories. Mm -hmm. All of that is wonderful. So we're going to explore all that. As we get started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the why behind the choice to live this kind of a lifestyle? And then we can dig into the how of like how you're making it work uh, in, in the particulars of your business, how you're making it work, and then some ideas on how 
we can work effectively in an online environment um, for others who, who are listening. Thank you, John. Monica and I, we started working online and traveling while we were working in, um, we were, our business is a pandemic baby. So we started in 2020. Um, we actually had plans to serve in the Peace Corps. We were going to be off for two years from 2020 to 2022 in Mozambique. Um, but then obviously because of the pandemic, that that didn't pan out the way we were planning on. Um, so our plans kind of ended up being um, all jumbled up. Uh, we didn't really know what direction to go at that point. We we kind of had pushed off our um, our later career plans until after we came back from the Peace Corps, you know, because that's two years away. We're like, well, we'll figure that out when we get there, you know. Um, we, we had tossed around the idea of um, master's programs for each of us. And, um, and so we ended up actually moving in with my parents uh, for most of 2020. And we just got kind of whatever jobs we could find. We were working in senior healthcare. We were working in, um, I was working as a waiter at a restaurant and we weren't loving it. Um, it just wasn't, we felt kind of trapped. We felt like, um, well, my, I think I'll speak for Monica because we've talked a lot about this. Um, she felt really trapped that she couldn't travel, that she couldn't go where she wanted. And um, I kind of felt trapped in the sense that I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know where to go with my life. I felt like for so long, we were waiting for someone else to give us a green light to move forward with our life because we were waiting for the Peace Corps. They told us it would be a couple of weeks. They'd get back to us and let us know when we could go, which then turned into months, which then turned into you know six, seven, eight months. It just kept going. And we both felt so stuck that we were waiting for someone else to tell us when we can live our life and to tell us what we could do. And that kind of flipped a switch for us where we realized, why can't we just make our own future? Why can't we decide for ourselves what we're going to do? So Monica really got the ball rolling for us. Um, she found a program, a, a course that we took online to teach us how to become virtual assistants. And that's how we started working online, um, mostly so that we could create our own schedule. We weren't seeing each other very much at all in the jobs that we got. And so we wanted to see each other more. We wanted to um, create and adapt our schedule to fit around the the things that we prioritize in life. So like family events and going to visit our friends and um, be there with people who need us or who needed help. And so we started working as virtual assistants and it's been a huge, huge journey since then. There's been a lot of changes between, um, I mean, we've done virtual assistant work, we've done web design, we're doing coaching. Um, there's been a lot of different shifts and transformations, but it's been like the the world's best roller coaster ride because now we're in the driver's seat and it totally changes the game. Yeah. <clears throat> I really love that you asked like about our why first because in running a business and being a digital nomad, like if you don't have a why, then it's just not gonna be worth it. Like it's so hard to put yourself out there and to run a business. It's so hard to constantly be moving around if you don't have a really solid why. And so that's something that I feel like Austin and I have really, really worked on together is what exactly is our why. And our why for our lifestyle that we're choosing to live is just the ability to live life intentionally and to connect and and grow with, with more people um, than we ever would have if we had stayed in one place. And I, we really believe that like as as we travel and as other people travel, that that you build this sense of empathy and that's ultimately what the world is missing right now is this really deep understanding that we're all 
so similar instead of being different. And so that's really what motivates us is to continue to to build that empathy within ourselves, to stretch ourselves, to grow, but then also to invite people to grow alongside of us as well. I love um, the kind of minimalist approach to life, the, the the desire to just be present in the here and now to be experiencing what you're experiencing, to be there for the connections with friends, family, with community, all of that, I think is, is at the heart of the why behind that kind of a lifestyle for a lot of people. Um, and, and I, and I think all of that is really beautiful. And of course, it's not the only way to achieve those things. Um, there are other ways that people can foster that within their lives, but you know, each of those, I, I think, Generally speaking, people will be happier, healthier um, when we embrace those types of principles in our lives, regardless of whether we're a digital nomad or we, you know, we live in a, a you know, work in a traditional organization and more of a, a traditional setting um, that we can still apply those principles. Uh, so that's all yeah. fantastic. For us, our, part of that is um, location freedom. We can work where, you know, from literally anywhere in the world, as long as we have an internet connection. Um, but that's not for everybody. For some people, like you said, it's it's a little something more uh, location dependent or a more traditional job or, you know, anywhere in between. But it's less about the lifestyle and more about aligning your life and being an active participant in your life to to create the what's what lines up your values with how you're living. We are just a living testament of that, of just being healthier and happier. The more you live your life intentionally and you are the active participant of of creating the life that you want to live. Collectively, Austin and I have lost over 100 pounds. And it's not like it's not been anything like crazy, like any crazy diets or anything. It's just been living a life that's more active, that's more um, aligned with who we are. And we are so much, I mean, we are literally lighter, but we feel lighter as well. And we're happier and everything has just been so much easier once you start picking a life and choosing a life that's really aligned with you and, and really living the certain values that you, that you're looking for. And, and you talked about virtual assistant, uh, or is that what you're still doing uh, in in your work? Or describe how that's evolved over time and what you're currently doing. Yeah. So when we first started looking to, well, when I first started looking for a way to work online, the only things I really found information about were becoming a virtual assistant or becoming um, an Instagram influencer. And that was just not I don't know. That just didn't sound fun to me. So so we chose to go the virtual assistant route, which is awesome because it gave us a really solid foundation on um, online marketing, on design, on uh, different like small businesses. And we worked like really in depth with a lot of small businesses to really understand like what was working in their business, what wasn't working. But ultimately, it felt like we just went from one nine to five to one twenty four seven. Like we just were still working in someone else's business. We weren't creating something that we loved. Um, it gave us a really like I'm really grateful that we started there because it gave us such a good solid foundation. We worked there for a little bit less than a year, I think, before we decided to pivot and to grow into our own business. And so we opened a web design agency between the two of us. Um, and and we we build websites for people and we we help them with their branding and their messaging and that was so fun and we still do that a little bit but um it just felt so much more creative and it felt more like we um were creating something bigger than ourselves instead of just working in someone else's business 
Um, we absolutely love that. And then as we we've traveled, a lot of people have been like, hey, like, how are you doing that? Like, teach me how to work online, teach me how to travel. And so we've we've pivoted into this coaching role where we can help other people travel and start online businesses and really take ownership of their life. And I mean, the quote we always say is become the author of their lives, right? So so that's kind of how our journey has evolved. It's I mean, we've had lots of twists and turns. We've had lots of ups and downs. We've I mean, like our bio said, we've made a lot of mistakes, but we've had so much fun doing it. And part of that, as I'm hearing you talk, it sounds like, you know, your definition of success um, today, perhaps, you know, I'd love to hear you describe this a little bit more and your, your thinking on this, but it sounds to me like you fundamentally shifted the way you view a happy, successful life versus perhaps the traditional kind of norms and pressures and, and expectations that society puts on people Um and perhaps that you even may have felt earlier in your life and in your careers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I love about like defining success is it's always kind of changing for us. Um, it's it's definitely changed uh, since we started this journey from from what it was, which I, for me was more of a financial stability point of view. Like if I had you know X amount of money in my bank account, I would consider that successful. And then like just like you said, that's drastically changed, and now. Um, it's more about kind of like I said before, it's, it's about authoring our own story and it's about being in control and not letting other people dictate, Ooh, sorry, not letting other people dictate, um, what happens in my life because it's my life. Um, but that doesn't mean I have to give up financial stability. I don't have to give up having the the money that I need to meet my needs. I can definitely have both, but, um, the focus has changed. Yeah, there is a really clear narrative that I think, um, like, if you don't um, intentionally do something else, that's where you're going to fall into where, you know, you go to school, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get married, you have a house, like buy a house, you have children, and then you work in your job and you and you work up the ranks and you try to get promoted and try to get bonuses and all these things. And you keep working, working, working till retirement. And then after your retirement, you can do whatever you retire, you can do whatever you want. But normally at that point, like our health isn't that good or, um, you know, we have other priorities um, and we don't have time, we don't have as much time or or physical ability to go actually explore the things that you want. And I think it's so easy to fall into that narrative without without choosing that. And if that's what you choose, that's absolutely great. But the whole point of of life is to be able to intentionally choose and to project into the future, like, is this taking me where I want it to? And if not, like, what am I going to do about it? Um, otherwise you're going to end up, you know, several years down the road, looking at retirement and thinking I'm not there yeah. yet. You know, I can't, I can't enjoy life yet, you know? So, well, it's, it's why so many people find themselves in, you know, what often gets termed a midlife crisis. Yes. Uh, it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be midlife. I mean, I've, I've seen people go through that kind of an existential life crisis, um, you know, in their mid twenties, their thirties, fifties, like it can happen anytime. Um, the reality is, though, when people get stuck and when people feel, you know, like maybe the choices they made in the past, for whatever reason, maybe they felt kind of pressured into it, maybe they felt forced into it, maybe it was path of least resistance, whatever the case may be, you know, you get to a point where you're like, oh, it's not working for me anymore. I feel stuck. That's that's kind of what is the root cause of, you know, what often gets termed a midlife crisis. And life yeah. is just too short and you just never know. And just yeah. just this past weekend, I, I went to a family funeral <clears throat> 
in another part of the country. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to make this all sad, but she was young. Uh, she had a degenerative disease that was super crazy rare, um, Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, everyone was just shocked three weeks ago, she was completely healthy. Um, and the decline was so steep and Mm -hmm. she was young and, and she was a vivacious person, the life of the party, everyone loved her to death. And, you know, her time was up and you just don't know, you just never know. And so, um, you know, don't wait for that. When I'm 65, I can now retire and go do what I want to do and have a life of meaning and purpose. Like live your life of meaning and purpose. Now have those connections, value your relationships. Uh, you can earn money along the way too. Like don't get, Mm -hmm. you know, everything you're saying suggests that that's important too. Cause of course you need to pay the bills and you need to support your lifestyle. But, um, but if we can be mindful about, you know, our priorities and not allow ourselves to, uh, to put aside, you know, what's actually going to drive greater fulfillment. Um, I I think we're going to be better off. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry that you had, that you had to face that loss of that family member. Um, that's never an easy thing. But it's Um, such a good reminder though, that we are not guaranteed tomorrow, you know? So you need to make sure that like every day you are living to your fullest potential and you are trying to become the best you can and you're living and evolving as a human and you're, you're working to be better and you're working to create something, but you're also enjoying your life along the way. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I know at the time and, and we, we've had a great conversation, but we have not much yet uh, touched on the tips and tricks for growing and scaling an online business. Yeah. So let's take the rest of our time to discuss that. You've obviously been, you know, iterating, experimenting, learning along the way. Th- some things have worked, some things haven't worked. Um, but you got to the point where you have a successful online business. You're able to live the lifestyle you want to live. Uh, what are some of those things that, you know, the the lessons, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what you've learned that if, if others listening, um, whether, you know, whether they want to be a digital nomad or not, but they want to figure out how they can do this successfully, what would you suggest? I think that actually plays really well into what we were already talking about. Um, And for us, for me, the lesson has been, you have to find something that you love. Because if you don't love it, you're going to, you're not going to be as good at it. you're not going to be present and you're not going to be able to help clients or help other people or help your team as well as you could. And so I, I think of it the way I've, I've heard it explained is you have like a, a triple Venn diagram and you have on one circle is the things that you love to do your passions. You just, you, if you could do it all day, every day, you would, you just absolutely love to do it. The next circle is things that you're good at skills that you have. These could be hard or soft skills. And then the third circle are things that the world needs, the things that people would pay you for, that the marketplace has a vacancy of. And right in the middle where all of those three things cross, that's your sweet spot. And that's what you should work towards creating, whether it's creating a business or finding employment, um, whatever it is, do work in that space because you're going to love it. You're going to be good at it and people need it. And it's going to be, not that it's going to be easy all the time, but it's going to be much easier to provide that value that people need. It's going to be easier to sell your products or your services. It's going to be easier to connect with people. It's going to be easier to market. It's going to be easier to work on your business. Everything just becomes, like I said, not easy, but easier. Kind of a, I guess a caveat to that would be that you don't have to have it figured out to start. 
um, I think so many times we're paralyzed by like all the what ifs or we feel like we don't have, we have to have that perfectly figured out. We have to know exactly what it is that we love to do. Um, but if you don't go out and experiment with things, you don't go try things, you'll never get it started. Um, if we had never started as virtual assistants, we never would have known that like the creative website um like the the marriage between the strategy of a website and the design of a website was just such a fun place for us to be we like really really liked that space um but we never would have known that if we hadn't started somewhere so I I really think that the important thing is that you you start and and then you you just act like a scientist you know and you experiment with things and you try new things and you put yourself out there and and if it doesn't work well then cross that off your list you move on to the next thing you know um and I and I really think you can get like a lot of traction just by trying new things and you'll find things that you never ever thought you would have liked and that end up you end up being super good at and you end up loving and people end up paying you for it and it's so fun I really really like that and I think that principle is important in any occupation and any job and any business. So whatever you're doing and anyone in the audience today, whatever your role is, uh, this principle of rapid iteration, experimentation, trying things out, don't, don't get so stuck trying to figure out the perfect way to do something that you never get started. Uh, mm -hmm. It's okay to learn as you go. It's okay to build the plane while you're flying it. And I know that's a little scary, but you know, people uh, often we get nervous about risk. We get nervous about, um, you know, maybe we have some perfectionistic tendencies uh, or, or whatever the case may be. Of course, I want to do good work. I want to add value to my clients. Um, but of course, I'm also going to learn as I go. And as long as I remember that, you know, mm -hmm. trying something and having it not quite work the way I expected uh, I don't need to view that as a failure. I learned that as a learning, as an opportunity, as a growth um, uh, potential. And and then I, I iterate and I try something else and, and I keep on experimenting. I keep on learning. I keep on growing. Uh, that's what every organization needs a lot more of. So whether you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, whether you're a digital nomad or you're in a traditional organization, whatever type of role you have, whatever type of job or, or career path you're pursuing, that is what we need more of in the the modern and future world of work so that we can be effective, so we can iterate rapidly, we can be agile, and we can provide value to the market. Um, so that Venn diagram that you just described also, absolutely, like do stuff that you love. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to dog anyone for doing an honest day's work. And it may suck and you may have to do it to put food on the table. I've certainly been in that position in the past, but when possible... You know, if you can find a way to align the work that you do with the the, the purpose and something that the world needs, that's a, the perfect alignment. And now you're going to be happier. You're going to be more fulfilled. You're going to do better work. You're going to be more creative and innovative. You're going to, you know, help people in the process because they need what you're doing. And all of that, is, it just be, creates this symbiotic kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more, John. I think that's very well put. And I think... um there's this, I wish I remember who said this, but there's a quote that I've heard quite a bit and, and it says, um, paraphrasing, if you have a why you can bear any how, um, and I would add to that, you can find any how. So if you don't know how to get to where you want to go, if you have a why you'll figure it out. And then if you, if you find that sweet spot in the middle of that Venn diagram, that's going to help you create your why as to why you're working, why you're building whatever you're working towards. 
And then when things get rough and, and they will, um, just because you have a passion for it doesn't mean there's going to be days where you don't want to do it. Um, when those days come, you have that why to carry you through that how. Just to like get it out of the way, you're you're gonna make mistakes, right? Like there's no there's no avoiding that. And I don't like I've I've also heard it said that failure is the shortcut to success or something like that. But I mm-hmm. think it's necessary for success. I don't think yeah. you can be successful, whatever your definition of success is, without having mistakes or failures along the way. So like if if you're worried about that happening, just know it's going to. And it takes bravery and it takes courage to to face that. But um I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is not living your life to to your full potential. It's it's living a half life. And yeah. I don't think that's a better alternative. Austin and Monica, this has just been a really great conversation. I know at the time I need to let you go here in just a minute, but before we wrap things up for today, I wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, uh, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. Yeah, so we are really easy to find. If you search Austin and Monica on Instagram or austinandmonica.com, um, we're there all the time. Austin and Monica on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, pretty much any platform. LinkedIn, we're, we're all over. Um, and then we also have a podcast, the Profitable Nomad Couple podcast. Um, so those are the best ways to connect with us. Um, and we really do love connecting with people. So for anyone listening, feel free to reach out. We honestly like one of our favorite things about being in this space is just meeting new people and like connecting with, with people who are on the same journey that we are. So feel free to reach out to us on any of those platforms. Final thoughts. Um, I guess would just be uh, I, the quote from Winnie the Pooh comes to my head and I know I'm going to quote it wrong, but it's just, just the fact that you are braver than you think and, and you're stronger than you know, like, like people who are looking like when you're starting and you look into the future it feels so daunting and so scary and the the current version of you can't even imagine being successful because you have to change so much and you change and you evolve and you grow so much to get there but you have it it, like I I really believe that anyone has it in them to to take the steps necessary to try to fail to try to fail to try and then to be successful and I really believe that anyone listening like just take encouragement that I believe in you. <laughs> I know you can do it. The only thing I would add was I, I, I do kind of feel like today it was much more of a discussion around um, principles and mindset and less around like the nitty gritty, practical, yeah. tactical things. But I think that's the best foundation for any practical or technical advice you're going to get. I think two people can implement the same exact strategies in their business, the same marketing strategies, the same growth strategies. But if their mindsets are different, if one has an empowering growth mindset and the other has a a disempowering, limited, fixed mindset, you can do the same exact things and get drastically different results. And so that's why um, that's so important to me. And and I know that's kind of the direction this conversation was, um, you know, steered because that's the best foundation for that kind of thing. Um, So I think just to top it off, don't, you know, don't be afraid to fail, but also don't be afraid to succeed. Well said. Thank you both, Austin and Monica. It's been a real pleasure. I encourage the audience to reach out, get connected, find out more about what they can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support.
Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.